We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast, with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. Five fans, four fans. Go Magic! What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show. Today is January 12th, 2023. Jonathan Osborne here. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Luke Sylvia. Luke, what is going on? The Magic, depending on how you look at it, Jonathan, are 2-1 and one this week. You know what I'm saying? Technically, our boy Jonathan Isaac makes his return to the Lakeland Magic. They get a win. The Magic win the other, last night against the Blazers. We're 2-1 and one this week. Fat dub. Fat dub. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about Jonathan Isaac. We'll talk about the the games from this week. We're going to spend a decent amount of time talking about Jonathan Isaac. Um, just wanted to, to shout out anybody who is a new listener. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Six Man Show. Uh, Jonathan Osborne here. Obviously, my co-host, Luke Sylvia. Uh, we just want to say thanks to all the new listeners, followers across social media. Really, really appreciate it. If you guys are unfamiliar with us, we are an Orlando Magic podcast. Uh, we talk about the Magic from a fan perspective. We are biased. We are unashamed. We don't hide that bias. We embrace it as a matter of fact. And we release episodes every single Monday and every single Thursday, regardless if we have to record on Christmas, in the middle of a hurricane. Like, go back and check our track record. There's an episode every Monday and every Thursday, like, for uh, quite some time now. So uh, thanks to all of our new listeners, followers, all that kind of good stuff. Luke, finally just hit 7,000 followers on Twitter, which is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just awesome to see the growth of the show. Yeah, man. Like you said, welcome to the new listeners. We're, we like to think, and I think we are, like you said, very consistent in what we do. Um, and yeah, absolutely. That bias factor is definitely there. We'll be the first to tell you that, as we did. So ready to uh, get into another full show here. Luke, I wanted to talk about our most recent episode for a couple of minutes here so as you know, you know, since you were there, we recorded with Nikola Vucevic and we released that episode on Monday. And for our listeners who have been listening for a while, you will recall last Thursday's episode, I told you, like, just keep keep your eyes peeled, keep your ears open. If you like freak out about our Monday episode, I, I told you about it. And that was exactly what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. We weren't sure whether or not it was you know, going to happen for sure, but luckily it did. And the the reaction, the reception 
Luke has been fan freaking tastic. I think 99% of folks are, are reacting really the way that we hoped they would, that it was going to give them some sort of closure, that it was going to be, you know, exactly what they wanted to hear, you know, from Vooch. Yeah, I'm, I received uh, one of the texts today that I got was from someone basically just thanking us for doing it and saying that, you know, that's everything that I you know feel like any Magic fan would have wanted to hear or questions you want to ask. I mean, obviously, the biggest question that we got to ask and that you asked him was about, you know, if there was ever an opportunity, would you come back and, and don the pinstripes again? And uh, to which he said, absolutely. And he said, at least one year more in a magic uniform which you know people took it and ran with it and it was a lot of fun and um i mean it's it's just incredible to get to talk to vooch about stuff like that and just ask him point blank questions that he's a great guy and and he gave us answers and we're thankful for it and to be honest i was debating whether or not i was even going to ask that because i knew it was gonna you know it was kind of kind of risky you know whether or not he was even going to answer that you know we asked about did he have conversations with management leading up to the trade and he's like oh I can't really get into that too much he could have copped out the same way when we asked him about coming back to Orlando and he says yeah of course and that ended up everywhere so like NBA Central who has I think close to a million followers on Mm -hmm. Twitter um like they shared an article, you know, talking about the interview. Uh, Sports Illustrated shared it. Hoops Hype shared it. Although Hoops Hype kind of, you know, aggregated it a bit and didn't give us the proper credit, which, you know, whatever, screw you, Hoops Hype. Um, <laughs> Yahoo shared it. Uh, it's on slam.com, like slammagazine.com shared it. Like that is absolutely freaking crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're newsbreakers now, I guess. I mean, I mean, you ha- you have to say that it's a, it's a fact like you that was I, you know what's crazy to me that was the biggest story on NBA Twitter today I didn't see mm-hmm. anything else obviously you know we're kind of in like a magic bubble so it might be a little <laughs> bit different but I didn't see anything crazy today other than Nikola Vucevic saying that he would you know consider returning to the Magic and you know what credit to us and not to like toot our own horn but I'm gonna not toot it toot, toot, toot that toot. thing mm-hmm. um. Toot that thing up, mommy. Exactly. Make it roll. Hey, right. you know, uh, anyways, it's late. Me and Luke are freaking falling asleep before we started recording this. Um, once you pop, lock, drop it for <laughs> me. Maybe we can. Uh, anyway, um, to our credit, like we gave the proper context. Like if you watch the video, it's like you have a lot of basketball to play left. Would you ever consider coming back? And other outlets, I felt like just kind of. Like went with like the most clickbaity headline they could. Like Vucevic would like to turn return to the Orlando Magic, which if you watch the clip, that is missing all of the context. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that was someone else uh, reached out on I think Instagram and said something about you know you guys are crushing it, but the way that they're phrasing these, they're being super clickbaity, and it's like no, they are, but. They're driving people to the site, and that's why you can't read headlines, folks. You gotta actually open the link, click it, and see what videos are in it, and and the words are in it too. Because a lot of people will just read the headline and move on, and that is not what they're for. So, I mean, that's on them, but it is clickbaity for sure. But it, you know, I it's fine. I respect it. 
There was another, uh, there was a, I forget, NBA stream, I think is an Instagram account that has like 800,000. They credited us, but then they like ripped off the video, which like, all right, come on now. Like, <laughs> don't make me, don't make me go to Mark Zuckerberg and hit you with the copyright <laughs> infringement. We don't want to have to do all that. But uh, yeah, the Vooch interview, I mean, I was at the the Lakeland Magic game tonight and like, you know, Magic, you know, staffers were like, hey, like, congrats. Like that interview was awesome. So that was really mm-hmm. cool that even folks within the magic magic organization have seen that which makes me wonder like hey did jeff weltman see that hey jeff if you're out there vooch wants to come back at some point all right Mm -hmm. after the debacle tonight with zach levine and the bulls losing didn't really seem like zach levine knew what the score was maybe he wants to come back now you know hit up uh hit up bulls front office but yeah you want to buy vooch out and you know we'll swoop in we need a backup center i mean we'll talk about that in a little bit but uh our uh, our mose you know wagner bamba not playing so well as of late, but mm-hmm. I, I was a little bit surprised at how many people were like, oh, we don't need him. No, thanks. Like, look, Wendell Carter Jr. is the starter of this team. Like, he's not going anywhere. Like, we're, if Vooch is coming back, we're talking about like a backup kind of role, which you could do much, much worse than a backup in a backup center than uh, Nikola Vucevic. But that's neither here nor there. Dream come true. It was a lot, a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, maybe kind of interested to see how Bulls fans are are reacting to that news. but. Anyways, uh, Luke, let's talk a little bit about all-star voting. So uh, last week, the early returns came out for all-star voting. Paolo Bancaro was eighth in the Eastern Conference in front court voting. And then I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast today on my way over to Lakeland. He had an episode with Zach Lowe where they, where they talked about their Eastern Conference all-star candidates. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bill Simmons had Franz listed 15th, but you can only have 12. I mean, as much as we want those guys to be all-stars, like realistically, they probably won't be unless they start doing, like if they go on a crazy stretch this month, then maybe, but most likely not. But hearing Magic players be talked about in kind of that national light is really, really nice again. So anyways, don't forget you can go and vote every day for your favorite Magic players for the all-star game at vote.nba.com and in the NBA app. And then coming up on the 16th, I'm sorry, the 13th, the 16th, and the 20th. Those are the remaining three for one days where your one vote counts for three. So make sure that you set notifications on your phone or whatever, mark your calendar, and make sure that you vote, especially on those days to do our best. You know, it would be it would be cool, I think, for Paolo to, you know, finish in like the the top five of, you know, front court voting. Like maybe he doesn't get voted into the game, but if he comes close, I think that would be really, really cool for him. And I want to see Franz finish in the top 10 in this next round. Like he wasn't in the top 10, but absolutely deserves. So, I mean, you can make the argument that Franz has been our best, most consistent player all year. Mm. So vote for your uh, favorite magic players, folks. Luke, let's get into the state of the magic. So this week, the magic are currently one in one on the week, bringing them to a record of 16 and 26. They still have the fifth worst record in the league. They are 13th in the Eastern conference. They are three games back of Chicago for the final playing spot. The Magic have an offensive rating of 110.9, which ranks 24th in the league. They have a defensive rating of 114.5, which ranks 25th in the league. Their overall net rating is negative 3.6, which is 26 in the league on the injury front. Jonathan Isaac is still technically out for the Orlando Magic, but as we teased at the top of the show and as we'll dive into in a minute, uh, Tuesday came this announcement that Jonathan Isaac, and we had heard rumblings about this, but that Jonathan Isaac was going to be uh, assigned to the G League, the Lakeland Magic, for a rehab assignment, essentially. 
and his first game was going to be on Wednesday. So when I heard that, I was like, I've got to get to that game. Chuma Okeke was at the Lakeland Magic game. I know he spent time in, in Lakeland in the year after he was drafted. Uh, I saw Jeff Weltman was there tonight. Alex Martins, Ryan DeVos was there. Uh, your boy um, Adetunji Adedipe was there as well. Our boy Tunji. Mm-hmm. I said, what's up to him? He didn't know who I was at first. I was like, six-man show, Luke Silva. He's like, oh, yeah, what's going on, man? <laughs> Super nice fella. Uh, assistant GM Pete D'Alessandro was there. Uh, there was a, a ton of you know folks from like the the magic uh, you know PR department. Our buddy Dan Savage was there, so it was nice to see everybody you know making the trip down to Lakeland to, to support Jonathan Isaac. Uh, but Chuma Okiki, he's still out. Okay, um, okay. Chuma Okeke, oh man, I was doing Slate. so good. I had like a three or four episode streak. Chuma mm-hmm. Okeke, he's still out. He had that chondroplasty a few weeks back. Uh, he's going to be reevaluated, I believe, in about another week. And then we'll get an update. I don't expect him to be back anytime super soon, but we should have an update on Chuma uh, in the next week or so. Let's talk about our Patreon, Luke. So uh, as a lot of you know, we uh, rolled out our new elite tier on our Patreon last week. Um, Our elite tier has all the benefits of our other tiers that we have, but now we have the added benefit of being able to give you all our patrons, our elite patrons at that, up to 35% off discounts for home magic games. So make sure that you guys go ahead and check that out. You can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show. We have a a decent amount of updates here um, in the Patreon. So let's see. Our last episode uh, was Sunday. So since then, uh, I think we already mentioned this, but the uh, $15 annual from Soft Taco, really, really appreciate that. Our buddy Pierre A went from the Hall of Fame tier up to the elite tier. So really, really appreciate that. Um, Confidential to you joined at our all-star tier. Thank you so much. Our buddy Normal went from the Hall of Fame tier up to the elite tier. Really, really appreciate that. Uh, Jason Feldman, he is no longer a rookie, Luke. He has made the six-man show Patreon all-star game. He is now in our all-star tier. Uh, We had a, let's see what this is. I'm guessing that is a all-star uh, annual uh, patron by Alan Maddows. Really, really appreciate that. Uh, we had Jesse joined our Hall of Fame tier, and then we had Audit- Oddity OG joined us at our All Star tier. So, really, really appreciate that. If you're in our All Star Hall of Fame or Elite tier, please make sure you guys log into your Patreon account. Uh, if you don't have a Discord account already, go ahead and create a Discord account. You can link that to your Patreon account, and then you'll automatically have access to our Discord channel, to our Discord community. there I think we have like 40 people in there almost now that are talking almost all day, every day, especially during Magic games. So if you just want other Magic fans to be able to chat about the Magic with throughout the week, during games especially, uh, make sure that if you are uh, in one of those tiers in our Patreon, uh, that you join the Discord. And then one more thing that we do uh, every single week, we go ahead and we shout out all of our Hall of Fame and our Elite Tier Patrons which I am going to go ahead and start right now. We're going to shout out Court Cousins, Armin. We're going to shout out Carson Tulo, then Jonathan Borges, Normal, Magic Player History, Julio Bailey, Gabe Gaines, Wiffle, Michael Martin, Jamel Miller, Michael Salapong, Franz Go to Fashow, The Distract, Mo Baba, Yo Mama, Petition to Get Producer Kevin on every show. Uh, so far, buddy, we're trying uh, to no avail. Pierre A., Migzors, Nostalgia, and M&Ms. Dylan Holden, Mr. Mikey, Lil Penny, Eduardo Sanchez, Drum, Danimal, Dodo 15, Bobby Skinner, Godi 93, Teddy, Teddy Sylvia, 
Eric Lopez, Fuchsia, Juan Gerardo, Bill Fulton, Edmund Lagone, uh, Jose Esquilin, Destined for Greatness, Caleb Pete, Cannibalism, Ty Mr. TV, Joe Rothfuss, ESPN Really Sucks, Gear 95 Shred, Junior Bruce, Half Reekin, Shahin 177, Himlo, Ban Himro, RM Prof 221, Ray Pastrana, Magic Kid 714, Let's Spank, Don't Tank, Soft Taco, and then Jesse. Thank you to all of our elite and Hall of Fame tier patrons, and thank you to all of our patrons. You can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show. Luke, Jonathan Isaac, back kind of almost all the way back rehabbing uh, with the Lakeland Magic. What was your initial reaction to seeing the announcement from the Magic? Um, I mean, great. Uh, this is something that I've hoped that would the G League would be better utilized ever since I worked in Lakeland. Uh, that was a hope of mine that, that, you know, it would become sort of like the, the baseball minor leagues where they're sending guys up and down to rehab and all that sort of thing. I know that approach has been adopted in other leagues as well. Um, so just great to see that, that he's, they're utilizing Lakeland that way. A lot of fun. I know you were there tonight talking about, uh, even though it was kind of in a last minute announcement. So I'm sure the arena wasn't as full as we would have liked it to be. But you still had you know, noted that there was a, a large, um, there's kind of, I guess, feeling in the in the arena. The, the, the vibes were immaculate, as the kids say. Do the kids still say that? I don't think they do. Maybe they do. But uh, but yeah, so I, I mean, I'm, I really love it. I really love that J.I. was able to do that, get his body right, play the 15 minutes, and kind of see where he's at. And we got front row seats to see it. You know, in terms of it being on Bally Sports and all those things, really good exposure for the G League, for the Lakeland, and for Jonathan Isaac. It was awesome. So just to give you guys a, a little bit of a, a background. So for those of you that have been following the show for some time, I finally got news that my wife and I have a closing date for our home. Like, praise the literal, actual Lord. Cannot wait for that. So I find that out. And then not even 15 minutes later, the news comes about Jonathan Isaac. So I'm like, let's go. Like I'm screaming in the house in the middle of the day. People are working. I'm now getting yelled at. I apologize. I'm just super excited that Jonathan Isaac is coming back. And I'm like, I've got to find a way to get to Lakeland. So shout out to our buddy, Comron, who is the manager of communications for the Lakeland Magic, uh, made it so that I could go and, and cover the game. Never been to uh, the George Jenkins Arena or like the RP Funding Center. Never been there before. Really, really nice facility. I didn't like totally know what to expect, uh, but he really hooked it up. You know, I had a, a great seat for the game, um, getting there, and it was it was as people started to trickle in. I should say, like you felt the energy in the arena, and especially once Jonathan came out for warmups, like you just felt like this excitement, you know. And you all may not really know this if you've you know never been media for like a sports team, but. When you're there covering the game, you're supposed to, it's like an unwritten rule that you're not supposed to show like any bias towards one team or another, right? So like, for example, wearing like a magic jersey, if you're a member of the media, probably frowned upon, right? But this is a special occasion, okay? I wore my six-man show polo. If you're on YouTube, you can see this. Wore the Jonathan Isaac jersey underneath, baby. Unashamed. I had to do it. Look, you can't see it. Nobody knows. Nobody has any proof, right? You didn't know it when I was at the game. I could have I could have changed into this when I got home for all you know. But let me just go ahead. I'm taking the headphones off. I'm taking the polo off. 
for the rest of the episode, we're rocking the Jonathan Isaac jersey. That's just how we're going to do this here. But man, I didn't know what to expect. We try to temper folks' expectations. Like, don't don't expect anything. And it doesn't mean anything, right? If he scores 30, it doesn't mean anything. If he scores five points, it doesn't mean anything. Jonathan Isaac, in his, how many minutes was it here? It, it was 15 minutes, mm-hmm. 6 of 12 from the floor, 15 points, 5 rebounds, a, an assist, and a block. Looked incredible in the first half. You could tell the fatigue kind of got to him in the second half. I'm trying to be rational about this. I'm trying to keep my emotions out of this. But I am just so happy and excited, one for Jonathan Isaac. But the kid just looked so much better and moved so much better than I could have dreamed after not seeing him for two and a half years, Luke. He looked large. I know that Westchester had basically not a ton of height. Um, They had one dude that was like seven feet tall. But other than that, their other center was like 6'9". I looked it up because I looked at him on the court and I was like, I don't know if it's the angle of the cameras that they've got at the RP Funding Center or if it's, you know, just or what it is. But J.I. looks massive, like in terms of his height. Like he just looks like a giant out there. I know he is a giant, but he very much even more so. I was like, did that man grow? Did it, what did you think as far as like his physique and, and what he looked like compared to the other guys on the court and in general? Just quite very obviously had a had a pretty sizable, no pun intended, uh, physical advantage. Like in height, um, he's definitely much more bulky than the last time that we saw him. I know that's been kind of an emphasis of the entire rehab process. They wanted to literally rebuild his body from the ground up. So although he was moving really well, I, I don't. It's been so long since I've seen him in person. I just don't. I, I'm not sure whether or not he's moving quite as well as he was before right. and that's not to say he's not going to he can't get there it's just been so long like i i literally like have forgotten um someone on on twitter made the point that he he seemed to play like exclusively at the five during the mm-hmm. game and i don't you and i kind of talked about that um or was it kevin that i talked to i think it might have been kevin because oh yeah that's right kevin. i facetimed both of you after the game kevin picked up my phone call you did it you ignored me that's right mm-hmm. um hate when that happens. Yeah, I hate when that happens. Uh, but no, we were talking about like, is that just because he's playing with the the Lakeland Magic and he's the biggest guy out there, so they put him at the five? Or you know, are they doing that because that's going to be his role with the Magic now? Whenever you come back from the ACL, they say usually it's like a year from when you're back that you're really at 100%. So he's probably just going to continue to improve. But I just, you you couldn't ask for a better you know, return or, or debut for Jonathan Isaac, you know, taking a lot of contact, cutting, moving really well, explosive. That dunk that he ha- almost had in the second half, it felt like the roof was about to come down. Uh, and then he misses it, obviously. Very, very rusty. Had a couple of the the turnaround, you know, jump shots in the first half, which both looked great. The defensive instincts, you can tell that they're still there, but he's he doesn't have the timing back yet. Like went for a couple of blocks that, you know, three or four years ago, he absolutely gets to. Uh, I think that's just going to improve with his timing. But Luke, I'm, I'm trying to temper my expectations, but now it's like the ceiling is the roof. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I had just so, so, like you said, he drops 30, not a big deal. He drops five points not a big deal 
Um, but it wasn't so much like his, you know, obviously like you're talking about his mobility, his timing, just those turnaround jumpers that he hit back to back possessions that translates to the NBA game. He is so huge that he's going to get that shot off if he wants it. And if he can become automatic, that's a problem. Like that is something that we really didn't have with him two and a half years ago offensively for him to just be able to go down the court or get the ball in the elbow and, you know, make light work of doing that and then going into his, his fade away. So I don't know, man, I, I, I hope that everything is good, but I have also just been operating from the mindset of like, as long as Jonathan Isaac is contributing in some facet of the game, like in by that, I mean, as long as he is on the court, I don't really care what he looks like this season. Like, I just want him out there. I want him to be playable. And after what we saw, J.I. seems very playable. You can put him in, and I don't know how many minutes we're going to see. I don't know when we're going to see him officially, but we'll see. The uh, the reaction and the ovation that he got was also really, really great. Like you said, it wasn't very wasn't very packed. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it just kind of is like the the nature of of a G League game. But mm-hmm. it was encouraging to see how many people made the trip. And he got, I'm sure you could tell on on TV, he got the loudest ovation by far when he checked into the game. I know that meant a lot to him. But yeah, I'm I'm still kind of at the point where it's like maybe it's too good to be true. Um, want to see him play again? Uh, I asked him after the game if there was a, a plan for him to get more games, you know, in a rehab assignment with the Lakeland magic. And he, he doesn't really know which, Hey, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when he met with the media, when he was a full go in, in practice, when they were asking like, Oh, like, are you going to travel with the team? So on and so forth. He's like, Oh, I don't really know. Like, you know, we're kind of working on something. And we were like, what does that mean? This is ac- absolutely what that was. Yeah. Didn't travel with the team because they were targeting this date for him to, to play with the Lakeland magic. So, I hope he plays again. Uh, just he, he still needs more conditioning. We're nine days away now as we record this from that January 20th game that we kind of circled for him to make his return. If he's able to play another Lakeland game, the Magic are also going to have two practices, uh, I think Wednesday and Thursday of next week, if I'm not mistaken. That would give him the opportunity to ramp up a little bit more. When Jalen came back last week, for whatever reason, I don't think we ever got the full truth of of what happened in that game, but he played five freaking minutes. Jonathan Isaac can go out there and give you five minutes in an NBA game right now. I can promise you that. Yeah. I want to see at least that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, so we're talking obviously about as far as like dates, things like that. For those on YouTube, you see me rubbing my eyes. That's because your boy is just tired. Uh, as hey, it is knackered. You are knackered. I am knackered. Can right we now. talk about what knackered is just really quickly? Apparently, so it is a Scottish slash like UK thing. When your animals were like about to die, you would bring them to the knackers yard where they would kill them. So they that that's you're you're dead tired essentially. Mm. So I somebody also gave us an Urban Dictionary thing of like you're tired after having coitus. I don't think that's what it is. Okay, Mm-mm. Urban no, Dictionary. Surprisingly, isn't always the most reliable uh, dictionary, apparently. Mm, that's true. So for those on YouTube, you see that it's approaching midnight here. Uh, but my point was, 
that you know we talk a lot about the return dates and, and what it looks like and the magic don't do timetables and blah 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 Jonathan Isaac actually I feel like he gave us a little bit of a nugget that just confirms what our hopes are right like our hopes are end of January we were able to see Jonathan Isaac as he continues to ramp up the end of his answer to you Jonathan and this is terrible reporting because I don't have a direct quote on hand and I don't really have much going off of you'll just have to go find the clip he says it's something on our Twitter yeah, right. So he says something to the effect of when he's answering your question, if I play one more in Lakeland, or he said something like that, where he kind of singled out like one more game in Lakeland type of thing. That's what it felt like. And that's what it, I'm pretty sure that he said uh, in that, you know, in, in his answer to you and media availability after the game. So I just, I would be so surprised, man. Like if he, I, I hope he plays one more Lakeland game at, at least. Um, and that we're able to see him end of January. But like you said, I just want to see him play. Honestly, I'll take another Lakeland game for sure. If they're going to put it on Bally, especially. That was super nice to be able to watch. Um, so we'll see. Also good to hear Dante Marcatelli on the call uh, with Nick Grunowitz. So uh, great team they were as well for the broadcast. So shout out to them. But yeah, I, I wouldn't mind one more Bally Sports Lakeland Magic uh, collaboration. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. One last thing that I want to do here, Luke, I want to take a little bit of a victory lap mm. for all of you clowns who mm. over the course of the last two and a half years have claimed like Jonathan Isaac doesn't want to play basketball. He's never going to play basketball again. He can't walk. He can't run. He can't do any of this. <laughs> How do you feel after tonight? I'm, you have to feel like at least some level of being silly. Now, I will give you the benefit of the doubt of like saying like nobody knew what he was going to look like. But like just like some of the stuff that people have been saying over the course of the last couple of seasons has really just been ridiculous. And uh, we have plenty of receipts. I don't have I don't have the time to go through all of the receipts that we have of people you know, talking you know badly about, you know, J.I. and whether or not he was ever going to play basketball for one reason or another. But I'm noticing a lot of people switching up already. So, um, yeah, super happy for Jonathan Isaac because. I think it was I'm playing dead on Twitter um, that I, I've known him for a while. He w- he tweeted about like whether or not you like Jonathan Isaac, like you have to realize the like the mental and like the physical strength and determination that you have to have to go through what he has gone through the last two and a half years to get back to the point where he is. Luke, if I woke up tomorrow and a doctor told me, yeah, it's going to be like a year and a half until you can record another podcast. <laughs> And then that turned into two and a half years. I can almost guarantee you I'd be gone. Like it would be you and Kevin doing this. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think that I could go through something like that to get back to my something that I love to do in order mm-hmm. to be able to do it. I just I don't know that I would have the mental to be able to go through something like that and, and come out the other side and handle mm-hmm. it as as good as he's handled it the entire time. So super happy for Jonathan Isaac. I'm excited for the magic. I'm excited for magic fans. This is just going to be another guy that can come in and, and make a big impact. And, you know, the magic are playing really good basketball the last month. So let's keep it freaking going. Aside from Monday. Funny you mentioned that, Luke. Let's talk about Monday against the good old Sacramento Kings. So the Magic, they took a fat L, Luke. Uh, they lost this game 136 to 111 on the road to the Sacramento Kings. Um, and it, it just really, honestly, never felt close. I mean, the Sacramento Kings, they set a franchise record for three pointers made with 23. They shot 23 of 46, good for 50%. And then they shot 53.6% from the floor. They were 9 of 12 from the free throw line, shooting a ton of threes, so didn't get to the free throw line a bunch. But anytime a team hits 23 threes on you, 99 out of 100 times you're going to lose. I want to say it was like midway through the third quarter, maybe like a couple of minutes into the fourth, Sacramento fans started chanting, light the beam, light the beam, which was like... It's cool when you're like, oh, yeah, it's like the Sacramento Kings. Like, look at them. They're beating like the Knicks or whatever. Like, I'm so happy for their fans. Like, they're going to the playoffs. When it's you, it's like, shut your mouth. Stop (laughs) talking trash. Let winning be enough. Okay. Mm. You're going to light the beam after the freaking game. There's no reason to chant it for 27 minutes while the game is still going on. Our guys are out there. Like, I don't even want to say giving their best because it certainly wasn't their best. But yeah, just super unfortunate game for the Magic. Uh, I felt like the defense sucked. But like the Kings also made 23 out of 46 threes. Like, no matter how good you defended them in this game, the way that they were shooting the ball, you were most likely going to lose regardless of what you did. There was a lot of three-pointers being made, as you said, Jonathan. Harrison Barnes and Keegan Murray and Kevin Herter and Trey Lyles, like... Harrison Barnes had was six for seven from three. There was a point where I didn't think he was going to miss again, and he only missed one three, two shots total. Keegan Murray, five of six. Uh, Kevin Herter, four of eight. Trey Lyles, three of five. I mean, if it wasn't for De'Aaron Fox building a brick house, going one for seven, that's the other thing. There was a game that we lost recently. I don't remember who it was. But the star player of the opposing team didn't even do anything. Like there just there was not a high volume of of, of points for for that player. Darren Fox is their best player, and Darren Fox had eleven points. Demontis Sabonis, he's probably their second best player. He had twelve points, but you had Harrison Barnes with thirty. Um, and there's everybody else was getting theirs. Malik Monk, Monk with 14. Trey Lyles had 14. Can I ask a question about Trey Lyles? What is it about the Orlando Magic that Trey know. Lyles just gets up for? He loves the Orlando Like Trey Lyles is like a career 33% three-point shooter and just l- seems to light the Magic up every single time we play him. Yeah, it would seem that way. He 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 tends to do that. He In his career, Jonathan... He has scored uh, 22 against the Magic when he was with Denver, 20 when he was with the Spurs, 
18 with Detroit. Um, he loves playing the magic, big magic guy. So uh, unfortunate, but, uh, but yeah, man, they're just not missing. Um, Mo Wagner. What are we doing out there, bud? On the, and, and mainly on the glass. Metu had like three offensive boards. And I'm willing to bet they were all on Mo Wagner. Just letting him get right where he wanted to going, you know, whether it was, you know, following a shot or just crashing the boards in general. Mo Wagner was nowhere to be found. So it was frustrating. Um, those little things get to me, especially when you lose by 25. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. Um, start of the fourth quarter, Magic are down 20 some odd points. There was nothing that showed me that this team was going to make a comeback after we tried and couldn't. Um, I just went to bed. It was the first game all year, Jonathan. I went to bed. I couldn't do it. And I didn't blame anybody that went to bed that night. Like That was a terrible terrible game it was late 10 p.m tip off i stayed up for that i was just mad when i went to bed and it's all because of this stupid basketball game that tipped off at 10 p.m and my team decided not to show up i just i was very thankful for the portland game that's all i'll say i've got to tell you so we recorded with vooch late sunday mm-hmm. sacramento game monday mm-hmm. portland game tuesday mm-hmm. what we're doing right now wednesday night I have not been this tired, and I have no idea how long. You know when it probably was? It was probably the last West Coast road trip for the Magic. These weeks always suck. Mm -hmm. NBA needs to do something about it. Western teams can come see us. We're not coming to see you anymore because this blows. Mm -hmm. Look at the bags. These look like two scrotums underneath my eyes. Okay? I look like I got two ball bags above my cheekbones right now because I'm so freaking tired. This okay. six-man show after dark. Oh, my goodness. Six-man show quite literally after dark. Yeah, a uh, frustrating game just because, like, the Magic couldn't do anything to stop Sacramento. Uh, you know, good offensive performances. Franz Wagner, 16.7 of 12 from the floor. Paolo Bancaro, 17 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals, 5 of 11 from the floor. Wendell Carter, 15.7 rebounds. Markel Fultz, 16 points, 5 assists, 8 of 10 from the floor. Really didn't matter. I mean, the starting unit, excuse me, the starting unit wasn't great. You look at the bench, Cole Anthony minus 34, just atrocious in this game. Both ends of the floor, Terrence Ross minus 13. We talked about Moritz Wagner minus 11. He let Metu just like sneak behind him for like three mm-hmm. wide open layups, just like completely fell asleep on the defensive end in this game. Mm-hmm. Nobody was good enough. I don't, I don't care who it was. Don't want to make excuses. Nobody was good enough. Sacramento literally had a like a franchise record breaking night. You're you're gonna lose this game. Let's talk about the Portland game. So the Portland game was pretty encouraging, and then it wasn't, and then it was, and then it wasn't, and then it was. So the Magic go up 19 in the first quarter on the Trailblazers. Trailblazers come back, tie game at the half. Magic start the second half, 15 and nothing run. And then Portland comes basically all the way back at the end of the fourth quarter. Damian Lillard gets a phantom three-point foul call with 24 seconds left on Gary Harris. Gary Harris did not touch him. I think he made two out of the three. It was a one-point game. Markel Fultz gets fouled, makes both free throws. It's a three-point game. And then it was Jeremy Grant who had a wide-open three. Then it was Yusuf Nurkic who had a wide-open three. And then Anthony Simons had like a 30-footer at the buzzer 
all three of those missed. I held my breath for like a collective 45 seconds while all of this is mm-hmm. happening. And ball doesn't lie. Magic freaking win the game. Great win for the Magic where you had two double-digit leads. You squander the first one. You almost squander the second one. But it was a hell of a physical game. Like really, really chippy, especially in the first half uh, between guys like you know Moritz Wagner, Wendell Carter Jr., and Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, at one point, I thought Yusuf Nurkic was going to like lose his mind. He gets fouled. He like goes to the ground. I think it was. I think it was Wendell. Maybe it was Morris. I don't remember when he got hit in the mouth. He's like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "That's how it's going to be." I'm like, "We're going to see some kind of retaliation on the other end. It's going to be Detroit 2.0." I honestly did not want to see anything like that happen again. I didn't want any more suspensions for the Magic, but it was kind of getting out of hand at one point, and then kind of cooler heads prevailed. But the Magic did what they needed to do. Franz Wagner, 29 points, 15 in the fourth quarter. The kid was unstoppable. Like Eubanks, Nurkic couldn't do anything with him. Hits a three late in the fourth quarter right in Damian Lillard's face, which he hits that and you're just like, yeah, let's freaking go. Like we're winning this game. And yeah, I mean, Franz Wagner was a story in the fourth quarter. Really the the main reason that we were able to squeak out that win as Damian Lillard started to kind of pick up steam in that second half. And yeah, all of a sudden the Magic are three games into this road trip. You're two and one. You've got two games remaining here. I think we have who, yeah, the Utah Jazz on Friday, Denver Nuggets on Sunday. If you're able to sneak one of those wins out, you win the road trip all of a sudden and you're headed back home. The Magic don't win this game last year. The Magic don't. don't win this game two and a half months ago. That's a fact. But they especially. I, hey, technically that is last year. That was 2022. Oh, brother. Anyway. Yes. Last season, Sorry, was that low-hanging fruit, Luke? Uh, yeah, it was. Those jokes are low-hanging fruit, Jonathan. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of low-hanging fruit, look at my eyes, dude. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, yeah, the Magic don't win this game last season. The Magic don't win this game last year. Back-to-back, uh, you just get beat down by the Kings the game before. Uh, I'm just glad that they responded how they responded. They responded that way in the third quarter, too. There was a lot of that type of life. You saw it out of the gate in the game. Um, you saw it in the third quarter when the Magic, uh, you know, essentially in the, what was it, the second quarter, Portland outscores the Magic 30-17. to 17. No reason, with the flashes that this team has scored offensively as of late, no reason you score 17 points in a quarter again this season. So that was frustrating. But then the encouraging part was the run that they put together. Was it a 15-0 run? Is that what we... To start the we, third, uh, yeah. Yeah. So the 15-0 run, like, that was encouraging. Because, honestly, the the wind was out of my sails when it's a tie game at halftime after what they did in the first half. The game was fun, and then it wasn't. And then it became fun again. And then down to the wire... um. Uh, very lucky that the Trailblazers were not hitting three-pointers, Jonathan, because other than that, they scored 70 points in the paint. This is an outrageous number. So as great as Franz was offensively on Eubanks and anybody that was down there, um, you, you just couldn't stop anybody in the paint, and and that's going to become concerning. And that's another reason you need Jay out there. You need Jay out there to be able to help to hedge on defense when someone's driving to the paint, getting to the basket, uh, just to be there as a body. I mean, it, they need desperately somebody to step up and stop the bleeding on on the paint or in the paint. It's just, there's no reason they score 70 
in the paint. So I'm glad that pulled out the win, but this very easily felt like it could have gone the other way to especially down the stretch. You know, when your wife is like really mad at you, you did something stupid, like you forgot to do the dishes and then you go to Publix, you come home with some flowers and she's like, I'm mad at you. And you're like, mm-hmm. are you though? Like, here's some flowers. I'm a good guy. Like, be nice mm-hmm. to me. That was the 15 nothing run to start the third quarter. Like the mm-hmm. Magic get the crap beat out of them. They got a big first half lead. They blow it. And you're like, you sons of guns. How dare you do this to me after I stay up the second night in a row? And then they go on a 15 bad nothing. things. Yeah, they I go on a 15 and nothing run. And you're like, all right, you might be a good basketball team. Let's just win this freaking game. All right. Yeah. Luke, uh, Utah, Denver. Are we able to steal one of these? Let me look. Let me look. I'm I'm a big I'm a big schedule guy. I think Denver, I don't think we have a shot. Yeah. If I remember their schedule. I think they're coming off a couple of days rest. Mm. Um Jazz are definitely coming off rest. They don't they played Tuesday and they're not playing again until they play us. So it feels like two losses coming up. And I believe that's what I predicted at least. I'm not sure. To be fair, we've got two days off. Like you should you should be able to get enough rest. Yeah, but it's a good team getting that much rest. Like the Jazz are not a bad team. Falling off the wagon a little bit, yeah. But they're they're great. They're they're a lot of fun. So we'll see. I'm not saying I'm saying of the two games though, that is the most winnable. Um three and seven it. in their last ten. They seem they seem beatable. Yeah, we'll see. They've definitely fallen off a little bit, but they, you know, teams look for games against the Magic to get back on track. We've seen that. So, we will we will see, Jonathan. Do you uh you think they're going 0 and 2? Do you think they're going 1 and 1 for the sake of I think of... they beat the Jazz. I think they beat the Jazz. I need to believe they beat the Jazz. You need for to believe my that. my mental health and What time does that us? game tip off? Hmm? What what time did that does that tip? Please tell me it's like nine. I don't even want to look at it. It it's, is it's nine. nine. Okay. Ooh, Denver's eight o'clock. That's it. We're we're getting there. This is getting a little bit better. This is getting a, a slightly better. Slightly yeah, better. Yeah, we'll see you in March when we play the Lakers at ten p.m. Yeah, but isn't that just like is that one? And then we play like uh, the Clippers. I think like we have an early game against the Clippers. Yeah, Sunday like, or something. So so we're going on a, a four game road trip in March. You're at San Antonio. That game's at eight. That's not that bad. Then Phoenix, 10 o'clock on a Thursday. That kind of sucks. Saturday at LA, 3 o'clock. And then you have a back-to-back at Los Angeles. That one at the Los Angeles. Good grief, Jonathan. Man, that's the final, that's the final stretch. The final that stretch? Of the season. Like, yeah. You're looking at the... That's, at that point, it's exciting because you don't know what the Magic are going to be doing. Right now, what, what do we say? The Magic are three games back of that 10 spot. Yep. Uh, Bulls have a favorable schedule coming up, but you're three and a half back of Atlanta. I don't know. March could be very interesting. I hope. I hope it is. We'll if see. Jonathan Isaac is able to play like 25 minutes a game by the end of February, things are going to get very interesting for the Magic, I think. If the Magic stay relatively healthy, Jonathan Isaac is able to play 25 minutes a game. Maybe he's not playing back-to-backs for the rest of the year. Who knows? But if he's able to give you 25 minutes a game, if he's able to get to that point, things are going to get interesting, I think. That's my my bold prediction. Yeah, we'll see. Folks, do not forget, after every the day after every Magic victory, get your Papa John's. You get 50% off with code 
Magic Win on your online order every day after Magic Victories. Be sure to get that, folks. Luke, I think that is going to do it for us. What do you say we go to bed, get some sleep? I like that. I like that idea a lot. Let's do it. All right, folks. For Luke Sylvia, this has been Jonathan Osborne. You guys have been listening to The Six Man Show, and we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Sixth Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps out the show a lot. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Sixth Man Show. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic! Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.